Welcome to the No Spin News for Wednesday, February 5th, 2020, Fight for Your Freedom. So this was one of the busiest days I've had, I don't know, in the last three years. Um, I did the uh, Sean Hannity radio program, that's worth listening to, because we had impeachment, we have State of the Union, we have the presidential race, we got all kinds of stuff going on. And um, with Hannity and I, it's a pretty good dynamic, we get a lot done and covered in a half an hour. Now, for our purposes here tonight, I'm going to deal with the failed impeachment. Um, but first, I want to I want to do um, the State of the Union because this was really interesting, um, much more so than usual presidential speeches. Now, I did talk to President Trump this morning because I had to clarify a few things. Um, I'm going to tell you what I said or what he said. That's not what I do. Um, but I wanted to get some clarification about some of the things that he said. And I'll give you an example as we roll along. Um, and he's feeling very, very strong, which is good and bad. You don't want to get overconfident. But I think that he did himself a lot of good last night. It was the best speech that Donald Trump has ever given. And I've seen most of them. And it's because he was very precise. And he was very presidential, authoritative. He used his position, and he doesn't often do this. See, at his rallies, he's more of an entertainer. Now, there were entertaining aspects of the speech last night, but they had to do with who he brought in and the way he positioned the issues. But he himself was a very, very disciplined speaker last night. A guy named Stephen Miller writes the speeches, but Donald Trump, you know, he, he's like Ronald Reagan. He goes in and he edits and puts in things that he wants. Mr. Miller is brilliant. I mean, and I'm, I don't even know him very well. But boy, the way he crafted that speech, that was an hour and 20 minutes. I wasn't bored. Were you bored during that speech at all? I mean, they clicked it along. So this is what happened during the speech. He basically gave you a litany of how he's succeeded for you what he's done for the American people, which you would expect. It's a state of the union. That's what all presidents do. But at the same time, he was saying, hey, look at how good things are. He was diminishing his opposition. All right? Let me give you one vivid example. Roll it. The unemployment rate is the lowest in over half a century. And very incredibly, the average unemployment rate under my administration is lower than any administration in the history of our country. Yeah. If we hadn't reversed the failed economic policies, of the previous administration, the world would not now be witnessing this great economic success. You see the jab? The previous administration and Democrats hate that because Barack Obama is revered. Now, the Washington Post immediately says, well, in 1953, the unemployment rate was lower. <laughs> okay. Um, that was 67 years ago, and the population in the United States wasn't near what it is now. Um, so you can, there are many, many more people in the employment uh, arena than there were in 1953. You see what I mean? 
it, it, it never ends. It never ends. But the, the main point is that for every plus that Donald Trump told you he has accomplished, he pointed out a minus on the Democratic side. That is good speech writing. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. Making you old-fashioned today with Wild Turkey Bourbon 101. It just really stands up very well in a classic cocktail like the Old Fashioned. It has that perfect boldness. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Impeachment. So Article 1 was abuse of power. 52 not guilty, 52 senators not guilty, 48 guilty. Mitt Romney voted guilty. Okay? That's the end of Mitt Romney in the Republican Party. He's through. Now, Mitt Romney explained his vote by saying, my conscience dictates that I have to do this. But that's not what his job is. His job is to represent the people of Utah, not himself. Now, if Mitt Romney believes there was an abuse of power, he needs to lay out specifically what that abuse of power is. Because if he just says, well, I, I think or I feel or it's my opinion, it's not enough. My belief is not enough to convict anybody of anything. A conviction must be based on facts, provable facts. That's the beyond the reasonable doubt clause. And if there were ever a reasonable doubt, it's in the Ukraine situation. I mean, there's not a jury on in this country, maybe in China. It's crazy. All right. It's an interpretation. And Schiff and Pelosi and Nadler, they took the interpretation that it was an abuse of power, but they had no facts to back it up, which is why only Mitt Romney, out of all the Republicans elected in Washington, only him voted for abuse of power to remove the president. Again, Mitt Romney has lost all credibility. He has no standing in the Republican Party. Donald Trump Jr. called for him to be expelled. That would be wrong. People of Utah should deal with him. The second article, Obstruction of Congress, Romney voted not guilty, 53-47. Now, it's notable that the senator from Alabama, Jones, I believe his name is, okay, voted guilty on both counts. He's done. If Alabama can put up a credible Republican that seat is going to be lost to the Democrats. Through. Joe Manchin, I'm surprised. Manchin knows this was all bull. But I guess Schumer threatened him, and Manchin fell into line. The senator from Arizona, name escapes me at the moment, um, that's going to hurt her. Because fair-minded people know this was bogus. But the Democrats fell into line. The man who was hurt most by impeachment, and we won't even cover impeachment anymore. This is the end of it, all right, here and everywhere, was Joe Biden. I think I mentioned this to you yesterday. Trump was hurt by it personally and, and in a worldwide press. 
And it was, you know, like the Russian investigation. It was trying. No doubt about it. He can say it wasn't or this, and it was. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Support for this podcast and the following small business story comes from Dropbox Business. Teamwork, your way. Hi, I'm Naomi, and this is my small business story. There I was again, struggling to balance my professional life and making my son something healthy in my personal life. And then I decided I can solve this. So I put together a team and we created Astronoms, an easy balanced meal for working parents to give their kids. Our team seems mismatched in different time zones with different working styles, but honestly, that's only made us more productive. I work early in slides while BizDev assigns tasks and Legal works late sending documents from HelloSign, all from one shared Dropbox workspace. Oh, that's our project manager. I gotta go. Bye. Try Dropbox for your team free for 30 days at dropbox.com slash teams at work. Okay. So uh, I discussed, as, as I mentioned, top of the broadcast with Sean Hanney on his radio program, the decline of uh, the television media in the United States. And nowhere is that seen more dramatically than at CBS News. Once the dominant force in America under Walter Cronkite it is now third in the morning, third in the evening news, 60 Minutes is on the decline, their whole operation is tottering. So what to do? They can't out-liberal NBC. NBC is about as liberal a network as you could possibly have. Can't do that. ABC, they're doing okay. Uh, they do run a kind of a quasi-tabloid evening news show, a lot of weather, a lot of crime. In the morning, it's just entertainment at Good Morning America now. Um, so what does CBS do? Well, last night might have given you a hint. Roll the tape. The president was inaugurated with a speech about American carnage. Tonight, three years later, before the nation, he spoke about the great American comeback. This was a speech unlike any other I have witnessed from President Donald Trump, where the reality TV president took on the State of the Union, a master showman uh, at his best. That was Nora O'Donnell, who has now taken over the CBS Evening News. Now, Ms. O'Donnell's a liberal woman, known her for many years, not crazy, but she's a, she's a, a person of the left. She had lunch with Donald Trump yesterday, and she sat next to Donald Trump, not an accident. Donald Trump put her right next to him. That's because CBS is moving to the right. You're going to see it. They made the business calculation that, you know what, there are a lot of conservatives and they have nowhere to go on the nightly news. See you tomorrow.